You are listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode number 82. Welcome to the Estheticians Earning More podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew BLH Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Hello, happy Friday, and welcome back. I want to quickly say before we start today's episode that if you're listening in real time when this is published on Friday morning, you still have time to apply to the last round of the Confident Acne Specialist program of this year. There won't be another one offered in, in 2022, so you'll have to wait till the early 2023 to join. And so this program is for you if you're a new acne specialist. If you really haven't had a lot of experience clearing people's skin, if you feel really nervous at the idea of actually having a new acne client (laughs) like you want a new acne client but you also feel like you maybe would not actually know what to do to help them if you just feel like completely overwhelmed with everything you've learned and you just don't know where to start and what to focus on that is what i teach you it's an eight week group coaching program the calls are going to be one hour where we quickly teach you something that's very actionable and easy to implement into your business. And then I coach you on your business. What does coaching mean? Coaching means I, you tell me something that's happening in your business and I help you figure out if you want to change the way you think about it or change something that you do about it or both. It's a completely different way of approaching solving business problems. And my ultimate goal, really my ultimate goal is that you get skills for the lifetime of your business. So what that means is like five years from now when your business is in a completely different place and you're so much more successful and you're making a lot more money, the foundations that you learned in the Confident Acne Specialist program about not only like the stuff that I teach with the business systems and time management and and all of that kind of back end stuff, but also the mindset work so that you don't get burned out, so you don't completely fall apart if things don't work the way you expect them to, that you have a mindset practice that you can always fall back on as things happen and change and grow and evolve in yourself and your business. I now have offered this program. This is the fourth time I've offered it. I started at the beginning of this year. And my clients that signed up with me in the beginning of 2022, they're over six months you know, out from this program. And they almost don't recognize their business that they had when they signed with me. That's what many of them have reached out to me and told me. They are much busier, they are much more successful, and they consistently use the principles that we talked about in this program. So if you want to join, click the link in the show notes. I'm offering a Monday and a Thursday group. The time this recording, the Thursday group is half full, so it may be full by the time the podcast goes live. Um, the cost is $397 if you do one payment or three payments of $140. You have lifetime access to all of the materials in the program. 
as well as the recording of the Zoom calls. Let me know if you have any questions. The program closes at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time tonight and won't be offered again this year. So I would love to have you. It's a perfect time to join because I find personally at the beginning of the year is rather slow in your business. And so if you have gotten some momentum in the last quarter of the year, it can really push forward into the next year. Okay, on with today's podcast. Okay, hi. How are you? I am doing all right. I I always record the podcast at the beginning of the week. And so last week I recorded my podcast at the beginning of the week as I always do. And then I always kind of edit it and get it kind of finessed right before I publish it on Fridays. And I was in the hospital on Friday morning because I actually was in the hospital Thursday morning because Wednesday afternoon my daughter went from totally her normal self that just had a cough to labored breathing and what what is called retractions, chest retractions in her chest and in her throat, her neck, as well as um, complete and total fatigue. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. I kind of still can't believe it, it happened, um, but she's doing considerably better now. And I hope by, you know, a week from now, she'll be completely back to her old silly self. She's getting better and better every day. We're home. We've been home for a few days now. We were in the hospital for three days. And it was like, it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. And, um, you know, being a parent is a weird thing. And I know this is kind of a tangent, but, and I'm going to do a, an extra episode one day about kind of being a parent, what that feels like, especially being a business owner. But I will, I will say this, a lot of people compare their businesses to having a baby and there are similarities in that you can't always predict what will happen or control what will happen, right? Like things happen that you don't want, that you didn't expect, and it's, it's part of it um, and doesn't mean that it's always going to be amazing. Same with being a parent, like having a child in the hospital is absolutely horrific. Like having, like having troubles in your business can be absolutely horrific for you, but you always get to, you recognize that that's like, that's just how it is. And you always get to learn and move on. And not to say that I could have learned anything differently from this. It just was an experience that happened. That also happens in your business in a different way, but it does happen. So I just want to offer that to you. Maybe you're kind of in that place right now in your business. But it's actually not at all what we're going to talk about. I just wanted to give that update because I know a lot of you were so kindly like keeping me and your and my family in your thoughts. So I just want to give you that update. But today we're actually going to talk about a kind of a, a different topic. And that topic is called task saturation. I had never heard of this term until recently. So as you may know, my husband's a pilot and he, when he started, I mean, he's a, still a newer pilot but when he started working as a pilot to get the hours he needed to go into like an airline of some kind he needed to he was instructing other new pilots which is kind of crazy because he was a new pilot instructing new pilots um to get the hours so that he could go you know move on in his career and anyways we were talking about um 
Okay, so this is a little again. This is a huge tangent, but I'm just stay with me. I'm to come back to what we're talking about with with you and your business. So this is like a while ago. We were I was watching this documentary on HBO about this like cult leader and her. She married this husband. She married a new husband who like was a private pilot, and a bunch of them went. They were flying somewhere, and he crashed the plane. It was an accident. And so I was asking him, my husband and I were watching, I was like, what happened? Like, why did he crash the plane? And he's like, oh, he had task saturation. That's in, in that particular plane, they recommend, they, they usually require two pilots for that exact reason. And I was like, wait, 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 what's task saturation? And he's like, when there are too many things taking your attention, so as opposed to knowing which like what the right next thing is to do, you're trying to do all in the same time. And as a pilot, that is actually deadly because you have to know exactly what the next thing is to do when X happens. Like you need, like, that's where they learn protocols so deeply. So they know if this happens and then they always do that as opposed to being like, well, I could do this or I could do this. I could do this to the point that you're so over oversaturated with all the things that you could do. By the time you make a decision, you've crashed, which it happened in this case. And another side note, my husband was flying, he flies a private plane currently for like a private company. And they were flying to Southern California from Northern California and something happened with like the um, cabin door and the protocol instantly is to land and to use oxygen masks. Like put an oxygen mask on and land just in case the cabin loses pressure so they wouldn't pass out if like they have lost oxygen in the cabin. I know, terrifying. But he's telling me that this happened. He's like, like it was no big deal. I was like, oh yeah, that happened. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, this is just the protocol. We just follow it to the T when these things happen. Like it's not a thing. Like he wasn't panicked. Okay. I know this is like five minutes of me talking before I even get to the point. So if you're still with me, thank you. The reason I tell you all of these things is because task, when he told me about task saturation, I was like, oh my gosh, this happens to all business owners, attention business owners. But I think especially at the if you're at the beginning of your business or if you are at a beginning part of your business. So that means if you're like hiring someone or you're doing something new in your business that you've never done before, you have task saturation. <laughs> it means there's so many different things that you could focus on. You end up not really focusing on anything and then nothing really happens in your business. Okay. Do you know what I mean by this? Okay. Is this like finally making sense? You're like, okay, Brittany, you finally got to your point. So it is, so it could be like you have been told you need to focus on Instagram and TikTok and your website and referrals and advertising and decorating your space and business cards and like three other things. And so now you have been literally told that, you know, you've learned or you've seen 10 different ways to be working on and growing your business. And that is, you can't actually focus on 10 things at once. So what ends up happening is you focus on nothing. Fortunately, we're not in a career as pilots that if you focus on nothing, then you, you crash right? I mean, I guess it could mean that your business crashes because you don't end up doing anything. But I see this happening all the time with my clients, especially my confident acne specialists. They want to do everything. They really want to grow their business. So they're like, I'm trying to work on my website. I'm trying to do my Instagram posts. And I'm trying to, you know, find new clients like through referrals and things like that. And so I'm like, okay, great. So where are you in that? I'm like, well, I'm doing none of it right now because it's just so overwhelming. 
right? Like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Because I'm laughing because I've done this before as well. It's like, oh my gosh. And they're like really rubbing my face as I'm telling you this. Like, oh my gosh, there's so many things I can do and I don't know where to go. This is actually something that we really hone in on and help you create a plan with in the Confident Acting Specialist Program, which again is now open. It closes tonight. But it's really a way of systematically creating that like that checklist in a sense for your business. Like my husband talked about when he recently was flying and the checklist that he went through when the cabin door kind of had that indicator, something was off. And actually nothing was actually wrong. They actually had the mechanic look at it. Nothing was happening. It was just like some light thing that was broken, not actually with the door, but anywho. So you want to create a systematic process in your business so you can prevent task saturation because if you get so overwhelmed with all the things that you have to do we know you do nothing so like i like last week i talked about website and i know a lot of people always want to focus on their website and what ends up happening is again the website there's a lot of parts of a website that you can build and you get task saturation in building your website because you're like i could do an about page i could do a before and after page i could do a services page i could do um, a locations page. I could do a page about this thing that I saw on Instagram. That's really pretty. And I want to do it too. Right? Like now next thing, you know, you have like 12 pages that you want to build. You don't know how you want them. And you're like, well, should it look this way? Or should I have these different colors? And like, now you're in the weeds of it so much that you've built no website and no one sees a website and it doesn't help you grow your business. And even same with Instagram. Like you're like, well, I really want it to be curated and I want it to be really pretty and I want it to look really professional and I want it to have a logo and I want it to have really pretty artwork and professional pictures of me and I want it to, you know, say something that's really compelling that people will see and then they'll want to book with me. So now it has like all of these things that you want this it to be and so you're like, well, I don't really know how to do that. So nothing gets posted, right? And then what ends up happening, nothing gets posted and no one sees a post and no one comes in to work with these. Like, do you see the trend here? <laughs> um, and so I just want you to choose one thing. Okay. I just want you to choose one thing, whether that's Instagram or just TikTok or a website or a referral program or something. One thing, the thing that seems the most interesting, the most exciting, the most fun and the easiest thing for you. So I always have loved Instagram. When I started to BLH Beauty, Instagram was really where I spent most of my time and energy. I did other things eventually as well, but Instagram was just like naturally interesting to me and rather easy for me. And again, if you're new, you may have not heard me say this, but I did not follow other estheticians at all because I didn't want to see what they were doing on Instagram because I didn't want it to cloud what I wanted to do in my brain and like cloud that in my head. So like, for instance, I didn't really have a lot to say about acne. I was still like learning a lot. I didn't really know how I wanted to present that. So as opposed to like allowing that to just kind of, you know, again, my brain being saturated with like, how do I talk about acne? I just talked about things that I did know and like until the acne things kind of started naturally coming. So Again, if you look way back on BLH Beauty on that, on my Instagram, and I encourage you to do so if you don't believe me, back way back at the stories that I've saved and everything like that, I was talking about makeup in stories. I was like showing tutorials how to do eyeliner. I was like just talking about like random things that I thought was interesting when it comes to skin. I just got used to 
talking on stories and creating posts. And none of it was interesting. I got very few likes. None of it really did anything for my business. But what it did is it created that routine and that habit of mine to post on Instagram, to get comfortable, to get comfortable just putting things out there and knowing, all right, I got like four likes. That was it, you know, and being okay with that and like getting used to like it just being the small thing that was going to grow over time versus like I really wanted this like beautiful special thing and so then I'm just waiting until I have that till I post because like no one really saw those posts because I didn't really have any followers because no one really knew about me so it didn't really matter it was just really more again me practicing posting and also when I started I don't know if Canva was a thing if it was a thing it definitely wasn't known like it is today there was this app I used called word swag I don't know if it's still still around these days but it was kind of cumbersome to use. And so I would just, if you look then back again, I had this like marble background that I would just put a couple things, you know, on for a post, kind of like you do in Canvas now, Canva now, but, and I would just like go in and use that and rewrite, like write things out. And it was never pretty. It was never fancy. It was just, again, getting that habit of like writing things on Instagram, having fun doing it knowing it's not going to be perfect, knowing probably no one's actually going to see it and getting used to it. So by the time I actually started getting clients, especially acne clients and people that were following me and actually interested in what I was seeing, that habit was so like, well, you know, that the task was so well known, right? Like I knew exactly how I did it. I like, I had a protocol in my mind, even though it wasn't you know, a pilot protocol, but I knew how I wrote Instagram posts. I had a process of like how my creative process, like how I did it, what good times of day it was for me, how the inspiration came. I kind of just, it just became a thing. It's still that same thing today. Like I, I, I've never been really someone who can plan posts out in advance because it's always organic for me. Like whatever, it kind of just strikes with me, like a conversation I've had with a client or if I remember something that a client had told me or something that I really wish my client knew before they did something, like those are the things that come to me and it's always really organic. And I know some people can plan in advance and that's great for them too. But it that, that process of me being able to create content on Instagram was something I had to practice. And it what I wouldn't have developed it if I'd also been trying to build a website and trying to do TikTok. I don't think TikTok was around when I started, but like, or trying to grow Facebook or trying to be on Pinterest or, you know what I mean? Like trying to have my, my hand in all these different pots, which of course big corporations can do because they have a team. They have tens, if not hundreds, if not thousands of people working for them that can do all of these things. When you are a solo business owner, you cannot do all of these things, especially at the beginning, right? So I just really loved my Instagram. That's what I focused on. And then the other things grew as well over time when I could like invest more money in a website and I could, you know, be more sophisticated with, you know, advertising and learn more about advertising and things like that. So I know this is kind of a roundabout way of me trying to teach this concept to you, but sometimes I feel like if we, if I like have examples that are not in our industry related, it may be easier to understand. And so if you find yourself feeling like you have, you have so many things to do and yet you're doing nothing, you are in task saturation. (laughs) So just choose one thing, just choose one thing, the thing that this is easiest for you and then do that thing. It's that simple. 
and you just keep practicing it and it's not going to be perfect and it's not going to be maybe even easy and sometimes it may not be fun but just keep trying because that's the only way that you're going to get from where you are today to where you want to be and again if you feel like i really want to do this but i don't even know how to start doing this come and join me in the my confident acting specialist program that is exactly what we do there i will teach you how to do it step by step and make sure that that is really a thing that you learn as you grow your business. Again, I'm just going to say it. I know I already said it today, but I'm just going to say it again. And I keep saying it on this podcast because I really want to encourage you. I think a reason that you may have task saturation is because you're looking around at everyone around you to see what they're doing and then you just see that they're successful or you think that they're successful, they seem to be successful, so then you try to do what they do and then that doesn't work, right? And so actually, and I've talked to my, this my friend um, Anya a lot on this podcast, she does lashes in San Diego, she's a goddess, she's incredible at lashes and like she doesn't have like a big Instagram presence or like she doesn't like she's not on Instagram a lot, but she is booked and she does very, very, very well in her business. And I remember asking her when we started to become friends, like, how did you grow your clientele? And she, we, we, we rented a room out of, um, like a solo salon. We both had our rooms and she, it was this pretty busy shopping center and so, like, there was, like, a uh, Vons and, like, a bunch of other, you know, businesses, like a gym and stuff like that. And she's like, oh, I would just go out into the parking lot and talk to people and give them my card and tell them they needed to have lashes and told them what lashes were. And that's how I got a lot of clients. I'm telling you right now, that sounds like a nightmare to me. I'm not going to – like, if she had told me that when we were building our – like, when I was brand new, I'd have been like, Oh no, because I would have believed that that is how to get business because that's how Anya got business, right? Like, I'm like, I don't want to go out to the parking lot and hand out cards. Like, that sounds like a fresh nightmare for me. Like, I am, I'm social. I really like people. I'm friendly. But like approaching strangers and telling them, and also especially telling them that that they have acne and they need to see me, like doesn't work the same as it does in lashes particularly. But like that's just not my personality. I would be so uncomfortable doing that. And I I maybe would start one day and then never do it again, right? Versus like Instagram felt very like aligned with me and kind of my comfort zone. And it was a little bit scary at some times, but I kind of just kept trying different things and kept just putting myself out there. And I'm sure maybe like talking to people was a little bit scary for her too, but nothing like it would have been for me, right? So like stop looking at what other people are doing. That's also why you may have task saturation because you see this person doing this and you maybe listen to my podcast where I had an esthetician share that they did this. And then maybe you heard me say that I did that. And then you heard that this other friend said that they did this, right? And so like now you're like, okay, well, I should be doing this and this and that. And maybe that's not true. Maybe just do what you want to do. And if you have fun doing it and you keep trying doing it, it's going to work right? Like my friend Anya, I bet you there could be a lot of people that would say like, you may be included. Like if you walked up to me and asked me to get my lashes, like that's a hard no. Like absolutely. Nope. Not interested. But maybe 
it would work if you met Anya and you see how charming she is. And it did work, obviously, right? So I just want to say that, that like, that is kind of the secret to this is just do what feels fun and easiest and most authentic to you. And then everything else will follow. It is not always going to be easy. It's not going to be perfect. I'm sure Anya got a lot of no's. Just like I said before, I got a lot of crickets on all of the things I would post. I couldn't believe it that someone actually watched my stories. Like if I had like, you know, six stories and someone actually watched all of them, I could not believe it at the beginning. Like, wow, how is this possible? And that may be where you are right now, but if you keep keep trying, it will it will totally work out. I promise you. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you want to join me in my Confident Acne Specialist Group Coaching Program, go to the link in the show notes. We close very soon. If not, I will see you next week. Have a fantastic week. Bye for now. If you are an acne specialist and you don't feel confident treating acne, you don't feel confident talking to new clients about the program, about how the products work, how to become compliant and and change their lifestyle and diet, then you need to join the Confident Acne Specialist group coaching program that I offer. It's an eight-week group coaching program where there's a new topic every week that you learn. And then we have a Zoom group coaching call where we really go over the emotional side of being a business owner that people find so, so challenging, especially when you're new. We talk about consultations, client compliance, marketing, client boundaries, client retention, rebound acne, time management, business systems, and pricing. It's an eight-week group coaching program, and by the end of the eight weeks, I guarantee that you will, will be so much more confident in treating acne and your abilities as an esthetician. So if you're interested, you can go to theestheticiancoach.com forward slash group coaching. I can't wait to see you there.